Delivery Bros. Three, two. Sorry, what was that? One. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. And today, we at it again with the solo dolo of the WTF series. I'm going to be the best motherfucking host I can be for all you mother asses out there. Um, I'm sorry, I took the mother asses thing from JK. Let me just stop. Anyway, so, today... We are going into the wormhole, of course, of some of the most weirdest stories. It is going to be interesting. It's also going to be questionable. It's going into the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Okay, maybe not. But, um, I don't know. Let's just have some freaking fun here. Hopefully I can give you a little bit of something to your commute. I'm actually at work right now. I had to work overtime today, so... I am now recording in my usual place, but I'm going to make this into the best I can, okay? So, bear with me. All right. No, an Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran impersonator is not tricking churches in Ohio. News outlets worldwide have fallen for a fake story from a satire page about a man impersonating Ed Sheeran and performing concerts in exchange for sandwiches. We are a satire page, and no matter how many times we clearly state that we are a satire page, people still think things are real. Jasper, who runs the Portsmouth, or the Portsmouth, Ohio official page on Facebook, told Tin Daily that page shared the bizarre post on Tuesday featuring a mugshot-style photo of a man with orange hair. The Fugitive Task Force is looking for Ronnie Williams Jr. of Scoitsville for fraud. He was convicted, uh, I'm sorry, he has convinced three local churches that he is Ed Sheeran and went as far as performing The Shape of You in front of Christ Community Church last Sunday, the Post said. When the pastor was asked why he believed the real Ed Sheeran would perform for $35 in a sandwich, he said he assumed he had fallen on some tough times. If you have any information on Ronnie's whereabouts, message us immediately. So now my question is right now, like, could he sing? That's the question I want to know. Did he sound like Ed Sheeran? Also... My other question is, just, I mean, Ed Sheeran has his own specific look. So, it, I'm a little vexed. I'm a little vexed. I'm a little vexed on, like, the whole, like, thought that this random guy, who must have been a redhead. Okay, first of all. One, what the hell is he doing in Ohio? Two, Ed Sheeran is British. Three, $35 in a sandwich? Okay. I'm just, uh, $35 in a fucking sandwich. There should have been some hints right there. This is not Ed Sheeran. But let me carry on with the story. It went viral. It went quickly viral, and as of Thursday morning, has attracted four thousand shares, twenty four hundred, uh, twenty four thousand likes, 
40,000 shares and 24,000 likes and 18,000 comments. The story was picked up by various news outlets around the world, including Channel 9's Today, which ran with the story on its program this morning. The only problem is, the Ed Sheeran impersonator is totally fake. Portsmouth, Ohio official is a satirical, um, sat- um, sat- um, satirical, I had to say it right, satirical publication. A fact that is profoundly and prominently displays on his Facebook page is category of being tagged as satire parody. And the photo used is not even of a man named Ronnie Williams. That, they don't even look alike! Okay, you can find this on tindaily.com.au. They don't even look alike! He looks so cracked out! I'm sorry, I probably blow your eardrums. But seriously, there's no comparison. You know how, like, you know, S. Jiren's kind of got, like, a medium, kind of beefy build or whatever? And then this dude looks like he's done all the drugs. Not just a little bit of drugs, all the drugs. You get, like, he looks like a ferret. How the fuck do you get ferret and Ed Sheeran? Like, I know Ed Sheeran is not the sexiest man alive. We all know this. But he's Ed Sheeran. He seems like a sweet bloke. I ain't gonna sit here and act like Ed Sheeran is not the type of guy I would want to date, let's say, my sister or something. He'd be the type of guy I would want to date my sister. Because I know... If she gets cold or her feet hurts from wearing, you know, high heels or some shit, he gonna switch her shoes and walk barefoot. Because he's that type of dude. We've all seen he treats his lady like a gentleman. I mean, hell. If I were a chick, I would fucking get with that Sheeran. Like, seriously. I'd be like, yo, it's like, is it true what they say? Like, you know what? The, uh, the hedges are the same like the bush. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'll be... Okay, this is getting really weird. Okay, so anyways, besides me wanting to fuck Ed Sheeran if I were a chick. So, let's see here. So, on the uh, Portsmouth, Ohio official Instagram, the Fusion of Task Force is looking for Ronnie Williams Jr. of Scoitsville for fraud. He was convicted of, uh, he has convinced three local churches that he is Ed Sheeran and went as far as promoting the shape of you in front of Christ Community Church last Sunday. When the pastor asked why he believed the real Ed Sheeran would perform for $35 in a sandwich, he said he was assured, um, he assumed he just fell through tough times. If you have any information as to Ronnie's whereabouts, message us immediately. And this was on... Oh, this was on Facebook. Okay. The image of a man, uh, the images of a man who was arrested in the British city of Chester near Liverpool in September 2018 over drug possession charges. Well, no shit. People actually believe the story was real. Oh, gosh. Okay, let's continue. He was sentenced to four years in prison in January. The only T- um, Tina's link he has to Ed Sheeran. Various local news publications reported his arrest and sentence as being possessing Class A drugs. The topic of one of Sheeran's most popular songs. Well, yeah. 
the the Today hosts acknowledged their flub later in the Thursday show. Admitted it turns out it was a fake news story all along. We did fall for this one. It was from a satirical news site. Portsmouth, Idaho official is news and entertainment satire web publication. This page is for entertainment purchases purposes only. Read the description of the Portsmouth, Ohio official Facebook page. Other posts are recently published on the Facebook page include political memes, jokes about Billy Eilish, or Eilish, it's Eilish, Eilish, uh, whatever the young lady's name is, and James Franco, and a meme of an elderly woman with juggalo face paint with the text, if medical marijuana is safe, why did it, um, why did it turn mom into a juggalo, and vote no on legalized mar- marinara. Vote legalize, vote no on legalized marinara. Wow. The owner of the page who gave his um, gave his name as Jasper and said they do indeed live in Portsmouth, Ohio. Said it wasn't the first time one of their jokes had fooled the mainstream media outlets. We once ran a fake story about country music sh- uh, singer Travis Tritt that Fox News ran a real story. The gullibility of American news outlets seems to know no bounds, they said. When asked if people would take more care in what they read and believe on the internet, the page owner initially joked, no. It's the fucking internet! Of course no! <laughs> if if I think that people should get all their news from memes and then vote based on the news. They didn't add it. Of course, I think people should be more careful what people believe on the internet, lol. I agree. So, no, there's not an Ed Sheeran impersonator performing in Ohio for sandwiches. Even though, I'm not going to lie, that would have been a great story. I'm talking about, I I, I mean, it's fucking hilarious, but, like, the fact that people actually believe, and I'm looking at this dude, okay? The fact that people actually thought this shit was true, and the pastor not knowing like, you could just tell people were really invested in this motherfucking story. Hell, I was slightly invested. I mean, but, damn. I I just, no. How the hell do you, oh, always read your citations, folks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I have made those mistakes. Where I have read stories and realized that, damn, this was fake. I had to have somebody correct me because I fucked up and I had to take that out. And then I realized, okay, I'm not reading my citations. So, that's my bad and my fault. I mean, so, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, this is a good example of definitely, definitely... Read your citations. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, I was like yawning right there. That was not sexy. But let me tell you. I, some people. Some people just don't give a fuck and just will go off of like rumors and shit. I remember somebody was talking about that too. Like, somebody was talking about, um. Like, you know, just the fact that people will believe from one citation or something like that and then they will like they'll just go off of that like for instance it was the aspartame situation 
And I think it was Steve Green. Um, he's a comedian. He also goes on um, JK News. And he was talking about, you know, people were, you know, saying that aspartame um, can destroy your bones and all that type of stuff. Like, diet soda is really horrible for you. You can die if you drink too much of it, yada, yada. I mean, you have too much of anything, yeah. Motherfucker, you're going to die. But, like, when it comes to, you know, like, like things, like, for instance, vaping's even being um, disputed now because there's people out there that were claiming that vaping um, is killing people, when in fact it's not vaping that's killing people, it's motherfuckers getting, um, what's it called, like fake bootleg cartridges from China and stuff like that, that are not even, you know, FDA approved. And a lot of people were like, forward, like, oh yeah, vaping's bad, vaping's gonna kill you. And there was this whole propaganda, and of course, you know, it's going through the news, a lot of it was... Motherfuckers were getting paid under the table by Big Tobacco. They actually have this noted here that there's still not enough information of whether or not vaping is what killed those people. What probably killed those people were other things, unfortunately. It's still sad that people died, but when it comes down to it, as me, as a person that's vaped, I've vaped since 2000 and probably 14 since about 2014 for me i can only tell you this okay for me i've never had problems where you know i got popcorn lung or some shit like that no that's not facts plus you know what it's because i i started vaping that i stopped using cigarettes because i'm not gonna lie like it's i feel like if it's going to help people stop smoking cigarettes, do it. It stopped. I stopped smoking cigarettes because of vaping. So for me, I'm not I'm not against it because I still vape. And I know what people think. I know it's kind of douchey. I admit. I I'm not going to sit here, you know, preach the gospel like, "Yeah, vaping is better than cigarettes." Some people enjoy, I'm not going to lie. Like I enjoyed smoking cigarettes when I was smoking cigarettes, but I started to realize how was it affecting my health. And to be quite honest, it was affected in a very negative light, and I had to make a change, like, because, unfortunately, I could feel it really hurting myself. I have high blood pressure because of all the cigarettes I smoke. Well, I mean, that, and I'm also, you know, I eat like shit, so I can't really blame cigarettes for all of it, but the fact of the matter is, I felt like it was a great alternative, and then on top of that, I don't smell like smoke. Like, it's not in my clothes and shit. I used to have to spray so much cologne, I was smelling like a whorehouse in Texas. I'm just saying. And that's just... That's just how it is. Like, I'm not saying... If if you're not a smoker, you probably shouldn't smoke, period. That's all I gotta say. Uh, that's my thing. I would not recommend smoking. For me, I enjoyed it. It helped me relax. Especially when I'm sitting there, you know, I'm writing or thinking about something or whatever. A good cigarette was what I was doing, okay? I was smoking cigarettes, and then I was able to do vaping because, one, like, I come into the house because, you know, being around my mother, my mother gets sick from everything. She has a sensitive nose. So I come in the house smelling like cigarettes. It's hurting her, making her sick. So when I started vaping, she can never tell. Even though every once in a while she'd be like, <laughs> I'm like, Mama, it's, it's vapor. 
you you've been around me smoke you've been around me smoking a vape for the last couple of years like you you you're full of shit but you know that's just that's just whatever bro like but before I continue to go on this long ass rant about you know vaping or whatever I just want um I just want to um shout out somebody um of course you know this is one of my sponsors and that is Absolute Nature CBD and um yeah Basically, guys, you can get any type of solution. You got lotions, you got tinctures, you got um, products for your four-legged friends, you got pills, you got you got gummies, you got all these different alternative ideas you can use for maybe your aches and pains, maybe you got back problems, maybe you're having problems with migraines, maybe maybe you had trouble sleeping. I use it for sleeping myself. So if I recommend anything, definitely try Absolute Nature CBD. If you put in the code delivery, bros, you get 20% off. Also, for people that are disabled or veterans or um, anything of that criteria, you should check out their program for 60% up to 60% off. Oh my gosh, you can't speak English today. But yeah, you check them out, they might be able to give you something that can also save you money. So, go check out Absolute Nature CBD. At um, absolutenaturecbd.com, and also get twenty percent off if um, if you put in the code delivery bros. That's D E L I V E R Y B R O S. I've had to spell that so many fucking times. You don't understand. But anyways, <clears throat> um, shout out to them. And also, let's continue. So, let's see here. So, in other news. Let's go with boxing news. So, Deontay Wilder, and probably some of y'all probably heard about this. I heard about it through the grapevine. He blames ring walking, uh, ring walk costume for Tyson Fury defeat. I call bullshit, and I say this as a fan. Yes, that motherfucker looks like he's about to be in soul caliber with this costume on. I'm not going to even sit here and lie. I thought for a minute there he was nightmare from soul caliber. I'm like, nigga, what we doing cosplaying before a fight? I'm not going to even sit here and lie. I was thinking about myself. Is he going to pull out a sword? Is he going to do like a, you know, one of them soul-like clashes or something like that? Nah, this nigga got on some shit looking like he about to go take over like a thousand kingdoms and steal your soul like fucking Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat. That's what that nigga looking like. He said he... <laughs> I'm saying though, he be he look like damn Shao Kahn with this damn uh, with his damn armor on. I watched the fight. I watched the fight like the night after because I couldn't watch it um, before I was at work. I'm looking at the damn fight. I'm like, God dang, he he it just he's a different class of fighter compared to Tyson Fury, who's just a fucking boxer. He's like Deontay Wilder. He is. Definitely an unorthodox boxer, and he's good at what he does. But Tyson Fury was definitely more, how can I say it? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I would say Tyson Fury is like more of a disciplined boxer. Like his boxing style is more disciplined than Deontay Wilder's. Deontay has a great boxing style. 
and he has beaten a lot of opponents. I mean, 41 knockouts out of 42 um, wins. That's amazing. I mean, he's he's knocked a lot of motherfuckers out. But when it came down to it, he got outboxed, and like it got to the point where Tyson Fury perforated his eardrum. Some of y'all didn't know that, but yeah, that's one of the reasons why they had to stop the damn fight. He couldn't hear. And I know I was fucking with his other senses. He was in pain. He was bleeding from his ear. We all saw the motherfucking fight. If you haven't seen the fight, go look at some clips. You'll see that Tyson was wearing that ass out. And I got nothing but respect for the Gypsy King himself. But anyways. So. The American said his fighting efforts were hindered after wearing 40 pound out on the 40 pound outfit in tribute to Black History Month. Okay. First of all. What the fuck does this have to do with Black History Month? I mean, bro, I didn't even know Shao Kahn was black. I mean, he 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 looks like a fighting game character. I don't remember this being a part of African heritage. Maybe the crown he got on, but everything else is like, like, nigga, you looking like a black skeleton with this shit on. You like you about to go fight He Man and it's like and it's like BDSM sword fighting gear. Yeah, I said it. He Man look like he be wearing some BDSM gear and shit. But anyways, um, Deontay Wilder blamed the weight of his ring walking costume for his heavyweight world heavyweight defeat of Tyson Fury on Saturday, and he said he like of Saturday at that night. He said he will sack the co trainer who threw in the towel. Even though, to be quite honest, no, he did the right thing. He was protecting him. The American was clattered in the um, in the seventh round defeat after inspired performance by Fury, but claimed he was hindered by the 40-pound outfit he wore in tribute to Black History Month. Uh, Wilder told Yahoo Sports, he didn't hurt me at all, but the simple fact is my uniform was way too heavy for me. Like, if you're going to make an excuse, bruh, at least do a better excuse. I mean, seriously, I mean, nigga, you out here looking like, a, like, shit, you know what he remind me of right now? He remind me of one of the masks uh, Ray Mysterio used to wear that was in the black. He kind of reminds me of, like, it's like a mixture of Ray Mysterio, like Pentagon Jr., and they had, like, a baby, and that's what the mask came out to be. Ain't got no mouth to it either. Like, I'm surprised he could breathe. Maybe that's some chain leak or something? Anyway, I didn't have legs from the begin no legs in the beginning. I saw the tape, he was kinda wobbling a bit. But that ain't no excuse. From the beginning of the fight in the third round, my legs were just shot all the way through. I was only able to put it on for the first time the night before and I didn't think it was gonna be that heavy. It weighed about forty to forty some pounds with the helmet and all the batteries. Why did you even put that on in the fourth place? You look like a damn transformer. <laughs> I I wanted to. I wanted my tribute for the great to be great for Black History Month. I wanted to be good, and I guess I put that before anything. Under the terms of their second meeting, Wilder was in a position to demand a third fight, which he has indicated that he will do, despite the conclusive nature of the Britain's victory. But he will not have the former champion Mark Breland in his corner after Breland was criticized for throwing in the towel during the seventh round, prompting the referee's intervention. Wilder, who was conf- um, has confirmed he will remove Breland from his team, added, I am upset for Mar- with Mark for the simple fact that we talked about this many times and it's not emotional. 
I said as a warrior, as a champion, as a leader, as a ruler, I want to go out on my shield. If I'm t- if I'm talking about going in and killing a man, I was. I respect the same way I abide by the same principle of receiving. So I told my team to never, ever, no matter what it may look like, to never throw the towel in with me because I am a special kind. I still have five rounds left. No matter what it looked like, I was still in the fight. Damn. And also... It looks like this is one of the top 10 most ridiculous excuses in the history of boxing. Um, Andy Ruiz said um, when he lost his fight to Anthony Joshua, um, his excuse was eating too much prior to his Saudi Arabia match against Joshua uh, while celebrating his previous victory against him, as well as drinking a few more Coronas than I should have. Okay, that's pretty lame. Vinny Pazina lost to Roy Jones Jr. in 1995. Uh, Pazina, the underdog, was unsurprising that Jones dominated proceedings. Pazina eventually admitted height difference played a part, but initially blamed a caffeine crash after drinking coffee too early. (laughs) Anywho, okay, so Die Dower. Uh, Pascal Perez is what beat him in 1957. He said that he was only only having one piece of steak and a cup of tea per day before his Buenos Aires bolt, which explains his defeat within a round. These are some lame-ass excuses. I'm done. But the fact was, that motherfucker was looking like a damn Decepticon. I mean, seriously, if you guys have seen the gold one, the gold one was worse, but at the same time, this one is just like, you can't blame a costume. I'm sorry, like, he had a ridiculous costume on the last fight. I just don't think he was well-conditioned. I don't think he had enough road work. I don't know what it was, but I know for a fact he can't blame it on that damn outfit. <laughs> I'm, I, I call bullshit. Anyway, so... Don't get me wrong, I still love Deontay Wilder, but I know he's, he can be better than that excuse. And I understand his uh, reasoning for firing Breedland, because if that's where he wanted to go out, he wanted to go out, you know, like falling out by a sword, I get it, I understand. I mean, it was a pride thing. But at the same time, am I thinking Breedland made the right call? Yeah, I do. So, I don't think he should be fired, per se. But, at the same time, I understand why Breland did. Because it was for his safety. Who knows? If they hadn't got that shit checked and taken care of, he probably could have ended up deaf or something. Because Tyson was wearing his side out. Okay, I'm talking about boom, 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 boom. Man, he was hitting him so hard, it, wasn't surpri- it wouldn't be surprising if his brains were leaking out from all them punches. Like, I ain't going to sit here in front. Tyson Fury is that dude, okay? I like I'm surprised Wilder got through the first fight. Because the second fight, I just knew it was gonna be a lot different. Tyson was more confident, he was more trained, he was more ready to just be um just beat down a motherfucker. And I like Tyson Fury too. I'm a fan of both of those guys. So 
I'm sorry, they make heavyweight boxing look good. It's good to see a good Brit and a good American going at it in boxing because, to be quite honest, like, I'm going to be real. It's I haven't been excited about heavyweight boxing in a long time. So to see this, I think this was a good step in the right direction. This is going to create another fight. It's gonna it's turning into a great rivalry between these two. They've been talking shit to each other for over the last decade. So the fact that we got a second fight was a treat. I think the third fight is going to be even better. I can't wait to see what they both bring out. I wish Deontay Wilder a safe recovery. And I hope he comes back even better than he was. Because one L does not defeat that he has a great legacy in boxing already. I mean, sorry. I don't know anybody else that's not that 41 motherfuckers, okay? I'm not saying he's better than Tyson either, because Mike Tyson is Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is in his own criteria. So I don't agree with that, you know, the whole I would take Mike Tyson if we um, if he was in his prime. I don't agree with that. I think Tyson still has the most tightest boxing style on the planet. Because when it comes down to it, ain't nobody able to uh, penetrate Mike Tyson. It it was, if Mike Tyson hadn't lost Customano, I think Mike Tyson probably would have still, you know, been more focused and still a dangerous threat in the boxing game for a very long time. I think he would have beat Buster Douglas. I think he would have beat Holyfield. I think he would have beat Lennox Lewis if he still had Customano. But Customano was his father figure and he ended up dying. I know. I'm talking a lot about boxing because I'm a huge fan of boxing, okay? That's one of my things. I love boxing. I love MMA. I love pro wrestling. I love anime. I love, um, I mean, I just, I like a lot of shit, guys. But anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and read one more. I'm going to go ahead and take a commercial break. So I will talk to you in a few. All right, guys, I am back. Yeah, that's right, Jack. I am back. Sorry, I had to cut it out in the segment. I had to get back to work real quick. Now... I have downtime. So, with that, I think I got one more story in me before I got to call it quits so I can really focus. Because I just wanted to make sure you guys get, you know, consistent content. I know I've been slacking, like, beforehand, especially at the beginning of the year. There's just a lot going on. I'm not going to lie. I've been feeling really unconfident about doing this podcasting shit. I don't know, I guess I'm not where I want to be at just yet, and I know it takes time. And the fact that you guys continue to listen to me every day that I put it out, you guys are the shit. So with that, I think I want to tell or read or look at one more story. One more story as we go into the dark. Some place, some space. I don't know. We're going to get a taste. We're going to find something that's going to be sexy. Something that's going to be wonderful. All right. And I have found our story. And this is with ABC7.com. That's right, y'all. ABC7.com. Do you know what state that's in? I'm going to let y'all take a guess. Well, five, four, three, two, one. Florida. That's right. 
in the great state of fucking Florida. And this is in Naples, Florida. Woman threatened with gun by Naples man she met on a sugar daddy website. There's a sugar daddy website? Get the fuck out. Okay. He must have been crazy. Oh, no shit, it's fucking Florida. Anyway, um, a Naples man was arrested for pointing a gun and knife at a woman he met on a sugar daddy website. Um, Let's see here. Um, Collier uh, County, Florida. A Naples man was arrested for pointing a gun and a knife at a woman he met on the Sugar Daddy website. Joshua Lewin, 71, damn he old, held a gun and a knife at a woman while demanding she give him his money back after not proving, um, after not proving services, according to Collier um, County deputies. Collier County deputies received a 911 call on Mockingbird Drive near Golden Gate Estates about a possible disturbance involving a gun or a knife. Deputies searched the area and couldn't find anything. Later, deputies were called into a NCH East after a woman said she was involved in a disturbance with a gun and a knife. The victim had cuts on her eyebrow and were bleeding and swole, which were bleeding and swollen when deputies arrived. Why did he cut her eyebrows? Yeah, this 71 years, maybe this motherfucker's a serial killer or something. Anyways, Collier uh, County deputies said they also smelled alcohol on the victim. Well, I mean, wouldn't surprise me there was some fucked up shit involved. The woman told deputies she came to Naples from Miami to meet up with an elderly man named Josh that she had met on a sugar daddy website. Collier County deputy said she had a friend drop her off at home, at a home in Mockingbird Drive. She said she was having trouble paying her rent, so the man agreed to help and handed her $400, according to Collier County deputies. The two sat in the kitchen and ate, and that's when she said she um, the man got angry. He began getting aggressive with the victim, and the two ended up in the bedroom where he pointed a gun at her and demanded his money back. Collier County deputy said she told deputies he ended up putting down the gun and picked up a knife and demanded $200 back. When he tried to grab the phone in the woman's hand, he hit her in the face with his elbow. According to Collier County deputies, the victim got away and ran down the street to meet her friend. I would have ran too, girl. Motherfucker was crazy. Alright, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna go ahead and make a disclaimer right now. To people meeting people on the internet. I know this is our age, okay? I'm a millennial. I know this. I am like early generation millennial. Here's the thing, guys. And I shouldn't have to reiterate this, but I I, I got to. If you're going to meet somebody from the internet, you meet in a public space. Okay? You meet more than once. I don't give a fuck how much money somebody's going to give you or you're going to be doing the whole sugar baby thing. That's your deal. That's your own thing. Don't. Go to a strange man's house. And think this is fine. This type of shit happens all the time to girls, and some girls end up missing. So I'm gonna say this once again. Me motherfuckers like that in a public place, okay? Especially when you're on something shady as a sugar daddy site. 
if you're gonna go for a sugar daddy, you know what? Do your thing. Do I agree with it? Ain't really, um, ain't really my problem. You know what? Girls do what they do. Shoot, at the end of the day, motherfucker's old. He probably wanted some company, but in this case, he was a psycho motherfucker. So, to that girl, I wish you the best. Be more careful. Do your research next time. Hopefully, you can still have a happy life. And I hope you got your rent paid. Somehow. Because Miami is expensive as fuck, y'all. Oh, shit. You have a good time, but, man, you're going to pay the price to have that good time. Good-ass food out there, though. That Cuban food and that coffee is like fucking liquid cocaine. I was like, I don't need to experience drugs. Shit. I tried, I tried Cuban coffee. That's all I got to say about Cuban coffee. My heart's sitting there pounding, racing. I'm ready to go fucking... I'm starting to understand why motherfuckers like to dance in Cuba. It's the fucking coffee. The coffee gets you dancing, gets you moving because you're all jittery. So you're like, fuck it. Let me go ahead and break it down just a little bit. I'm just saying. That's how my fucking heart felt. I was like, man. I Pupils dilated and shit. I'm like, ah! Um, but anyway. So... The woman gave deputies video of the man and men to the incident, and he said he um, and said she was angry. He didn't apologize and wanted to press charges. Collier County deputies said they went to Lewin's house. Lewin told the deputies he um, he knew what the victim told them and told them I was robbed, but going to wash my hands of this and didn't want to call you guys. He said he met the victim on Naples NaplesEscort.com. Wow. And invite her over for a release. Um, what kind of release? Um, stress release. Um, spiritual release. Um, jizz release. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to figure it out. Release. I mean, he didn't, I mean, he could have, hey, she could have been giving him a massage. It could have been, you know, just, you know, some, some vocal enlightenment. He was paying for services, a company. Okay, guys, let's get that straight. Services, a company. There was no fucking involved, okay? No sex. Uh, who am I tell? Motherfucker was trying to get some ass. Okay, according to Collier County deputies, the two agreed on a price for services. Services. Uh, but when the victim became bossy and did not perform the services they agreed to, Lewin picked up his handgun and demanded the money back. He put the gun down and picked up a knife when he thought she might have had someone waiting outside to come in and attack him. According to Collier County deputies, when the victim left, Lewin said that's when he went to bed. I mean, he was just like, well, I got blue balls. I'm going to fucking bed. Lewin was arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill and battery, touching or striking another against their will. Well, both sides sound shady as fuck. I just want to say that right now. I'm not sitting here victim shaming or nothing like that because I can see this motherfucker being kind of crazy. Also, I can also see her running game too. So, I mean, this is a catch-22. I'm going to just say that I'm going to remain impartial on this situation. 
because like I don't know it's just something don't seem right I don't think they're both telling the truth in some way or aspect that's why this story is very questionable in a lot of aspects but I understand that the man needed to go to jail because let's be fucking honest like I the fact that even got to that point of escalation there must have been something that triggered that dude and then on top of that with her I'm trying to figure out what happened in between him getting triggered and him pulling a gun and beating the shit out of her don't get me wrong what he did was wrong he shouldn't have been even putting his hands on her if he really didn't if he really felt like he was getting screwed over he probably could have just you know said hey this is what fucking happened Here's what's going to happen, okay? Yo, give me my money and get the fuck out of my house. And get there as that. He put his hands on her. That's what we got. She got beat. She was beat up and bruised in the fucking house. So, obviously, he wasn't telling the full truth. But something tells me there was something more to the incident. I don't know. I don't want to... Because I don't know. I hope the girl's okay. I don't know what's up with that old man. I mean, kind of old to be going to jail. I don't know. We're just going to go ahead and just leave it at that. And I want to know what you guys think about that. Like, seriously, what's your thoughts on, like, hearing both sides of the story? Do you think somebody was lying? Do you think somebody was telling the truth? What do you think? I mean, hell. I mean, that's just how life is. Sometimes you got to look at it from both angles. Either way... The whole situation was fucked up. And it's Florida, okay? So, now with that, guys, I am going to say this, and this is before I get off of here, and I bet I do. Um, I do. It's how you say it. Because I'm not French. Um, I want you guys to feel like you can participate. I want you to feel like, you know, you can open um, open up a new door or open up a new chapter with me. So, here's what I want you to do. My email is deliverybros816 at gmail.com. If you want me to read more articles, send me a message. Hell, feel free to send articles. Um, of course, you can hit me on my social media. You're not a social media person, like I said. Hit my email at deliverybros816 at gmail.com let me know what kind of articles you would like me to check out next um if you have any funny articles weird articles educational articles we'll go down the list and maybe i can give my whole perspective on it um also um i'm thinking about making merch but also i want more people to listen to this podcast so definitely tell your friends and family and to those that are on youtube like and subscribe to the youtube um, that would help as well. I'm trying to figure out more things and more content I can bring. I know I'm doing a lot of audio content as of late, but a lot of it is just like I've had to exchange cameras, try to get a new camera, camera going out. I'm in the wrong space to do camera because I just don't want to give you just everything and anything of me because sometimes I do it late so I can't go on camera. Because I'm not in the right environment. I'm in my room sometimes recording because, well, my rooms are fucking mess. I'm not going to be sitting here and lie. But, 
I don't want to, you know, make it rough when I do recording. But that's a whole different story. Now, when it comes to um, more content and everything else, I definitely want to bring it to you. But I'm not going to lie. I can also use your help, guys. So if you go to my GoFundMe and you look up the page, Delivery Bros, you'll find more information on that. And I'll put it in the link below. Um, anything helps, even if it's like 20 cents. I don't care. I mean, a little bit goes a long way. Um, I definitely want to try to get better microphones and definitely a better set to help make this podcast better. And so please tell your friends, tell your family about me. Um, tell, like, I mean, I don't know, tell a dog, tell a bird, tell a bear, tell a tiger. I don't care. Like, anything helps. And also, um, for all you faithful listeners that have been listening this long, I appreciate you. Sincerely, I don't know if you're in Morocco. I don't know if you're in India, France, Germany, Ireland, England, Japan, Timbuktu, wherever you may be. Whether you're in Kansas City, Independence, wherever you may be, I appreciate you. And um, with that, guys, my name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. And with that, this has been another episode of The Delivery Bros. You have now been delivered. Yeah, I'm going to keep it that way. Delivery Bros.